Father in heaven, we are grateful today for your many blessings. We have gathered in your presence as our shepherd, the bishop of our souls, and today we choose to follow you all the way. Lead us and guide us into all truth. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, friends. Welcome to this midday power surge. This is your spiritual oasis on this pilgrim journey toward heaven. This is uh, Monday, December 30th, 2019. Justin, Yolanda, Proverbs, Lori, Sandra, Santana, Purple, Matthew, June, Carol. All right, friends, Lori, welcome one, welcome all. I want to begin with this statement from Ezekiel, chapter 33, verse 9 through verse 11. The Bible says this, Nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, understand, turn from it, and listen what it says, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Therefore, O thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. Thus you speak, saying, If your transgressions and your sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how should we then live? Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel? What is God saying to me now? What is God saying to you? Turn ye, turn ye. I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. And this must be our work in these last days. For Daniel chapter 12, put it down, Daniel chapter 12 and verse number 3, God's word says, Those that turn many to righteousness shall shine as the stars forever in glory. Praise God, friends. My friends, I want to tell you something. We are nearing home. And signs are transpiring all around us from the evangelicals who are, who are aligned with President Trump, the conservative GOP Republicans. Statements are now being emphatically made. It's time for church and state to be completely united. Morals need to be enacted in government and citizens here in America must bow their knees the church and state union. Don't take my words for it. Let's take a look. It, it says December 27, 2019. Franklin Graham says, biggest threat to the U.S. is that we turn or a back on God. It says, as we approach, he goes on, as we approach the new year, the biggest threat to America is not cyber attacks from communist China or a new Cold War with Russia, but a turning away from God, which will cause his hand of blessing 
to be removed. You know, friends, when I read that statement, my mind recalled Great Controversy, page 590, which says a Sunday law is going to be enforced beginning in America to bring America back into favor with God. Blessing is synonymous to favor and temporal prosperity. Blessing synonymous to prosperity. Look at the screen again. Red words, but a turning away from God, which will cause his hand of blessing to be removed. Here it goes, my friends. Great controversy, page 590. It says, it will be declared that men are offending God by the violation of the Sunday Sabbath, that this sin has brought calamities, which will not cease until Sunday observance shall be strictly enforced. And that those who present the claims of the fourth commandment, thus destroying reverence for Sunday, are troublers of the people, preventing their restoration to divine favor and temporal prosperity. So as Mr. Graham just told us, my friends, it's because we have turned our backs on God. We are losing the blessings. That means expect calamities. Expect what, my friends? Expect calamities. More calamities. More frequent and more disastrous. It's clear. It goes on. The United States is the most blessed nation on earth, said Mr. Graham. And that is because our forefathers gave us a foundation based on God and his word. America's founding fathers undoubtedly did give us a foundation based on God and his word. Listen what comes next, my friends. In the same article, they understood, the founders, they understood the necessity of a citizenry obedient to the will of God as outlined in the Bible and social and legal structures infused with Christian morality. May I ask you a question, my friends? What does that statement mean to you? Those of you in the forum, Zafu, Sandy, Duane, Stella, Francis, what does that statement mean? We have turned our backs on God. We are in an, a moral crisis. Calamities are here. And now we are told the solution is bring the citizens back to the will of God. How must we do that? By allowing the social and legal structures, social, legal structures to be infused with Christian morality. What is that, my friends? A fulfillment of Revelation chapter 13, 15 through 17, church state union. All right. Friends, are we nearing home? We are on our way, my friends. We are nearing home. Because once the mark of the beast is enforced, by and by, the second coming of Christ, we are certain it is near. By the way, write down Testimonies for the Church, Volume 5, page 451. Once the mark of the beast, 
the Sunday law is enforced. We may know the end is near. We are nearing home. And this can also be seen in Revelation 14, verse 9 through verse 16. It goes on, friends. Same article. In this age, there can be no substitute for Christianity. That was the religion of the founders of the republic. And they expected it, Christianity, to remain the religion of their descendants. Wait a minute, my friends. I thought America was a melting pot for religions. I thought we had freedom of religion in America. Freedom of conscience in America. What are these sentiments tending to? That Christianity should be the sole religion in America. All right? Come back to this. You might think I'm conjecturing. It goes on. Providence and all these statements are from Congress and from leaders from Congress, SCOTUS, in the past. Providence, and they're being stated in the present. Providence has given to our people the choice of their rulers. And it is the duty as well as the privilege and interest of our Christian nation to select and prefer Christians for their rulers. What does that mean to you, my friends, in the forum? They are saying that we must now choose only Christians for our rulers. Will that not make religion a test for public office? Yes. What would that do? To those two horns of Revelation 13. What would that do to the U.S. Constitution? It would nullify, repudiate. And that's what we're told in Testimonies, Volume 5, page 451. Every principle of our Constitution, our freedoms, will be repudiated. By the way, look at this. This is not only coming from the article, from Franklin Graham. This is Paula White stating words very similar, sentiments very similar. We need godly leaders. Take a listen. Done. It's only a matter of time. So we, the only way like that, that doesn't spread to every state and that we have some righteousness, because those laws will go up to Supreme Court. So we've got to get righteous judge in states, righteous judge in, in every position. And we've got 170-something vacancies that he'll get him pushed through. He will. Um, but mm. Do you see it, my friends? All right. Take a look at this now. This is Article 6 of the US Constitution, which says the senators and representatives before mentioned and the members of several state legislators. It says, and all executive and judicial officers, both of the United States and of the several states shall be bound by oath or affirmation to support this constitution. But no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust under the United States. That, those very sentiments, friends, we are nearing home. That means America is about to officially speak as a dragon. Revelation 13. 
If that's clear, my friends, in the forum, send in those amens. Yes, Yolanda Franklin, it's the false prophet. We are here, my friends. Now notice, while we are seeing this in America, what's happening in India? They're making a religious test to be a citizen in India. And while many in America are lambasting what's happening in India, can we not see what's happening in America? A religious test for civil leaders? Look at this, my friend. There it is, my friends. December 10, 2019, USCIRF fears India creating what, my friends? Religious test for citizenship as protests against bill erupt. And friends, it's happening even right now. I just pulled the first article I could find, just to make the point. It's happening right now. All right, we come back. Jan Hancock called on Massachusetts to pray that universal happiness may be established in the world. The same article, friends, biggest threat to America. And that all may bow to the scepter of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bow to church and state union. Beginning where, my friends? In the United States of America. I'm telling you, we are nearing home. It's time to get ready. You know, friends, look at this article again from Mr. Graham. The biggest threat in the U.S. that we have turned our back on God. Do you know what our biggest threat is as a people, as Bible-believing professed Christians, as SDA people? Could it be we have turned our backs on God? Could it be? And friends, many of us have been found guilty in 2019. And we have now come to December 30th, 2019. One more day and the setting of the sun. We enter a new calendar year, 2020. Man's SDA, biggest threat. Professed Christians, biggest threat is that we have turned our backs on God. And God is telling us today, turn ye. That was my opening scripture. Do you see it fits now? Turn ye. Turn ye, for why should you die? Return unto me before it's too late. Look at Ezekiel chapter 8 with me. Ezekiel chapter 8. Do we see anybody turning their backs on God? What do we find in verse 16 of Ezekiel chapter 8? It says, I saw five and twenty men with their backs toward the temple of God. And their faces toward the east. And they worship the sun toward the east. What are your thoughts, my friends? Have I been found guilty? Have you been found guilty? Those of you in the forum, those of you online, what does it mean to turn our backs toward God's temple and face toward the east and worshiping the sun? What happened next in verse 17? Verse 18, on into Ezekiel 9, verse 1 through 11. The close of probation. The seven last plagues. The sealing work is over. 
All right, friends, I'm just sharing with you. It's Midday Power Surge 2020. It's time to turn unto God. Look with me at Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 3. God's word says in verse number 12 of Jeremiah chapter 12, God's word says, go and proclaim these words toward the north and say, return. What's that word, friends? Return, thou backsliding Israel say the lord and i would not cause mine anger what's this his anger his wrath the plagues the second death to fall upon you because i am merciful say the lord so what must i proclaim today return unto god and as you receive this what must you proclaim to your family members to your church brethren and sisters to your neighbors, it's time to return to God now in 2019, 2020. Return to God. Look at this. In verse number 14 now. Turn, O backsliding, children of Israel, for I am married unto you. And I will take one of a city, two of a family, and bring you to Zion. Are we nearing home? Heavenly Zion. So what must I do? What must you do? Turn to God. How many will turn? Jesus Christ says, not everyone. I'll take one of a city, two of a family. Oh, friends, may that one be me. What do you say, friends? May that one be you. May those two be me and my household. You and your household. It's time to turn to God. Verse 22. Jesus says, return ye backsliding children and i will heal your backslidings he wants to heal us my friends what does he want to do heal us and friends let me tell you something we must turn to him now before it is too late many will turn to god or attempt to turn to god only when it is too late i don't want that to be me do you want that to be you Look at the scripture, Proverbs. In Proverbs chapter 1, go there with me. Proverbs chapter 1, God's word says, and I am going to quote for you a statement about deathbed repentance. Proverbs chapter 1, God's word says it this way. In verse 23, turn you at my reproof and I will pour out my spirit upon you. I want the former rain. I want the latter rain. What do you want, my friends? So what must we do even now, midday power surge? Turn to God at his reproof. Look what this statement say. Look what this statement say here, my friends. This is from Testimonies, Volume 1. <laughs> Testimonies, Volume 1, page 81. We are told, I was forcibly reminded of deathbed repentance some serve themselves and satan all their lives and when sickness consume them and a certain uncertainty is before them they manifest some sorrow for sin and perhaps say that they are willing to die and their friends make themselves believe that they have been truly converted and ready for heaven but i was shown if these should recover, they will be rebellious as ever. 
I was reminded of Proverbs chapter 1, verse 27 through verse 29. When your fear cometh as desolation, your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. Friends, I do not want to wait until I'm on my deathbed to turn to God. And many are banking on deathbed repentance for salvation. Not everybody will get the permission to experience the thief on the cross experience who was saved. Deathbed repentance. It is now we must turn to God. What do you say, my friends? Go to Isaiah with me. Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah 55, verse number 6. God's word says, Seek ye the Lord, while he may be found. Call you upon him while he is near. Look at verse 7 now. Does this mean a time is going to come? We will call. He won't answer. We will seek. We won't find him. Yes. So verse 7, Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord. Why? Because God will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. That's hope my friends. That's hope. Will we return to God right now? And the Bible tells us once we return to God he can then blot out my sin blot out your sin do you want god to blot out our sins and close the work of the investigative judgment and then return go to isaiah isaiah chapter 44 look with me isaiah 44 and the bible tells us in verse 22 jesus says beautiful scripture christ says my friends watch carefully i have blotted out as a thick cloud, thy transgressions, and as a cloud, thy, th thy sins, return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. So once we return to God, what will Christ do? The Bible tells us he will blot out our sins. Let's not turn our backs on the temple, our backs on God's sanctuary, on the understanding of what's happening now in the most holy place of the heavenly sanctuary. Friends, let's bring this to a close. Go to Hosea with me. Hosea chapter 6. The Bible tells us in verse 1, does anyone desire healing today? If so, send in the amens. Does anyone desire healing today? Send in the, the amens. Hosea chapter 6. The Bible says in verse 1, Come, let us return unto God. For he hath torn, and he will heal us. He has smitten, but he will bind us up. That's the sealing, the healing, friends. Then verse 2, then verse 3, the Bible tells us, He will give us the former and the latter rain. Let's close. Hosea chapter 14. God's word now says in verse number one of Hosea 14, O Israel, O Andrew, put your name there, O Seventh-day Adventist, 
all Bible-believing Christians, return unto God, for thou hast fallen by thine iniquity. Verse number seven, they that dwell under his shadow. What's that, friends? Prayer shall return. They shall revive as the corn. Revival and reformation in a time of prayer. Midday power surge. Verse 8. Ephraim, put your name there. Andrew shall say, What have I to do anymore with idols? Return. Christ will give us the strength to say, What shall I? I will surrender all my idols. My wife sang the song, I have wandered far away from God. But friends, now I'm coming home. What are your sentiments to God? Take a listen. I've wandered far away from God. Now I'm coming home. The paths of sin too long I've trod, Lord. I'm coming home. I've wasted many precious years. Now I'm coming home. I now repent with bitter tears. Lord, I'm coming home, coming home, coming home, never more to roam. Open wide thine arms of love. Lord, I'm coming.